This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 105.3 FM HD2, Kenner, New Orleans. This is Tom Fitzmorris, sounding like some a very official kind of a guy, but I'm not that at all. I'll extend my hand to you and the other hand as well. And now back with the first one. Probably sing them a song, too, wouldn't you? Nah. No? Nah. <laughs> this, there's too much of it out there. You know, I discovered that I have this really cool uh, radio. I, I'm inviting you right now to walk through this door mm-hmm. and, and take a left, and you'll see uh, pretty close to the top of that, there are a bunch of different things you could just turn, and you will find uh, our sister uh, radio 1, station. 1.9. right there playing Christmas music, which they have been doing for a long, long time, and will continue doing until Christmas is over, right? That's right, yeah. yeah. Actually, it's really unfortunate because the, the night, Christmas night, that's it. It's over. And I just feel like, at the very least, you ought mm-hmm. to extend it to, like, 12th night. That's the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. I mean, why? Because, first of all, it's... It's got to be incredibly lucrative. There's a lot of advertising uh, that is special Christmas on that station. So I don't know why you would cut that off at, at you know Christmas. I don't know. Maybe some people, maybe some people, when Christmas is over, that's it. You know, the next day they pick up the Christmas tree and throw it mm-hmm. out. But I don't know. I like Christmas music. I'd listen to it year round if I could. And uh, it certainly gets me through the whole holiday season. But mm-hmm. it's like you're on your own after this Christmas night. It's oh, off. Well. You know. Uh, this is a program about food, about restaurants, about cooking and cooking in, cooking out. Uh, if you're going to do some cooking for your uh, or your friends who are going to come over for for uh, New Year's and New Year's Eve and Christmas and Christmas Eve, uh, give us a call and share it with us. We're not just being snoopy into your affairs. We're just uh, we want basically to kind of roll around in it. Have a conversation. So, have we just a conversation. want to have a conversation with you, please. Something like that. 260 is the number. So let's see. We also went to Impostados on the North Shore. Yes, we did. Where the big buzz was that Justin Timberlake was there earlier in the week. Was he? Yeah, he was. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that's good. Yeah, evidently he's doing a movie around here, and so he mm. stopped in there to have dinner and um, was uh, enjoying the uh, redfish Peyton, I think, or soft-shell crab Peyton or one of those things. Yeah. Gosh, we did a lot of eating this weekend. So we went to Impostados. Then yesterday we had lunch at Chimes for the Saints game, which is a new thing that Tom is doing. Tom is now watching Saints games. Go figure after all these years. Now, wait a minute. My tally on that is I have seen Saints games four times. Now, you can't take that away from me. So we went to Chimes, which I've really sort of tired of, but it was fun to watch the Saints game there yesterday, and it was uh, kind of a boring game at first and got to be way better toward the end, so we enjoyed that, but we left at halftime 
and came back here. But, uh, you know, we had the usual, usual there. But the Impostados dinner was really good. It was a festive, had a, a private party in the wine room. It was kind of a festive kind of evening. And um, I, I went I went carb crazy. I, that happens sometimes. And I just dive off the deep end with carbs. So we had a couple of baskets of the bread, which is absolutely fantastic and definitely on the list of breads I will eat. And um, we had some pasta. Tom, of course, had his fettuccine. How did you know that? Uh, let's see. What else? I got, what did I get? I don't know. I have to think mm. about what I got. Well, I definitely oh, did I had the, get the... Uh, I had my rum a lot, of course. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Greg. Greg, welcome to the food show. Hey, Greg, is that you? Greg? Gregory. Oh, Gregory. Oh, Gregory. Gregory. Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, you, who needs Justin Timberlake when we got Tom Fitzmaurice? That's Man, right. That's what I say every day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I hope you do. Now, you guys, uh, you guys, I always make it a, back in the day, well, for the last 23 or 4 years, I guess, I always try to get in a phone call to Tom at least to wish you guys the best of Christmases. And, uh, you know, of course, Happy New Year. Yes. Uh, Mary, have a blessed, blessed uh, next week and a prosperous 2020. Yeah, I think think it's going to be terrific, especially for you guys. And I'm glad to see that, um, you know, Tom is really now, we're just saying about Tom, he's doing something now. (laughs) What? No, I started laughing. You said something uh, right before I clicked on, uh, you were saying, Tom... As a mm. as a new job or something, I don't know. I, whatever. Maybe Tom I'm a new job. Maybe I better check into this. I think it was like keeping Marianne happy or something like that. I don't know. Oh well, I'll do anything I can <laughs> to make Mary happy. <laughs> and I never get tired of it, and I never get t- uh, close to it. <laughs> you guys have had a firecracker of a show this past Christmas week, and I think it's terrific. Oh, um, good, good. It was wonderful hearing Adam McQuista Pace and Eric Yes. Pace. Nice I almost people. killed him, but, you know, what can I say? I, 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 I don't know how. Now I know what not to do to open a champagne bottle. Well, you know Do you what? like Labriere? Cool. I really love that. Yeah, well, you know, you know yeah, it's, it's, it's terrific. It's not champagne. It's sparkling wine, but it is terrific. Yeah, and there's another one, you know, not very far, called Payro, but I ain't going to go into that. I ain't. I'm, there I go. I'm going back to my New Orleans roots. I ain't going there. No, but it was uh, wonderful hearing all your callers call in and talking about their, uh, you know, what's your big protein for Christmas Day. And, uh, you know, still, since Tom made it famous four years ago, I still do the root beer ham on Thanksgiving and Christmas. But um, we do this. Um, my brother makes a, a rib roast, you know, the crown rib mm-hmm. roast. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's always the centerpiece. And there's a big stuffing. And then somebody called you the other day. I think it was Mike seventy five who 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 very possibly yeah, yeah. could have been yeah. And he's asking what kind of sauce goes with uh, beef Wellington. It's it's it it it's called a payro sauce. A, a, a sauce pay, per, well, Tom, you remember the pay p y r a u d. Oh yeah, payro. Uh huh. Sure. Uh huh. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and that's a that's basically a demi with a lot of uh. A lot of other ingredients added. So if yeah, that Tom, makes sense, for sure. 
Um, yeah. So anyway, we'll be thinking about you guys, and we'll be thinking about um, all the great dishes that I've gotten from your cookbook. And there'll, and there'll certainly be shrimp remoulade to start with, Tom's recipe, of course. Um, uh, listen, um, I, I hope to see you guys soon in the new year, and I just hope that um, you guys have a wonderful we'll Christmas. Leave it. All right? Bye. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Oh, no, I'll leave it. i got to go. Bye. What was, uh, what was that last? 260-638 is the number. That was Gregory, and uh, he was, I think, trying to get in a quick call before leaving uh, to go somewhere. Mm, <laughs> People were waiting mm, for him. Mm, anyway, uh, we were talking mm, about, mm, what, what are you? What? Oh, you're just humming? Okay, I didn't know. You're just in the background. Is that irritating you? Well, I didn't know if. <laughs> Doug, you ought to be used to that by now. Come on. Uh, 260-6368 is the number. I was lamenting the uh, absence of stuffed crab. I cannot believe I am the only person who has noticed that stuffed crab in the official old New Orleans sense of the word uh, are kind of disappearing from menus around town. You know, stuffed crab used to actually have a lot more crab in it. And then in the 70s, 80s, it became a lot of bread. Can, and I, then, can I explain this a little bit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you're finding is good old-fashioned prices going up and a scarcity of crabs. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have had to put up with that for the last several years, and some of them really badly. And uh, it, it actually has improved a good bit in the last couple of years, but still not what you could call b- beautiful. Uh, but we'll get our crab meat again, but it's a tough commodity to get your hands on these this time of year or the, or any other time, but it's happening now. Let's just put Well, it's it one of those things that I would imagine it's not that easy to find mm-hmm. people willing to sit and pick crabs because that's quite a job. Although there are people who have done that their whole lives. Yeah, that that's what they did. That's their job. And I guess if you do that, it's kind of like rolling tamales. You know, you you are there with the same people every day. They become family to you. It's kind of like an old-fashioned human thing where, you know, like you go back a thousand years where people would sit around talking to each other and knowing each other and getting into their heart and soul while they're doing mindless activity. And I think that, you know, there's there's something to be said for that, you know. Anyway, um, there's probably not a lot of people who think that, so it's probably not that easy to find people to do those jobs. You were talking about Thomas, the oyster shucker at Manali's, mm-hmm. who I have to say exudes uh. heart and peace oh, and yes. all wonderful things he's coming a, from a true happiness within. Wonderful guy. He I, absolutely, there's an aura around him. He exudes that. And it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful feeling uh, to be greeted that way at the front door of any restaurant, especially one where they've been doing that for 50 years. Mm-hmm. So kudos to them for being able to keep someone like that at the front door and for him to stay that long. But only in New Orleans would you walk out of a restaurant and have the security guard walk up and start singing. And only if you're married to Tom Fitzmorris would you stand in the parking lot and have him sing with the security guard 
for a couple of different songs. That's 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 well, unique experience that I had Friday night. It adds music to uh, and other things to, to our uh, lives. To yes, our lives, it does. why not? It does. The uh, dining room at Pascal's Manali on Friday was filled with regulars. It was um, it was a quintessential New Orleans experience. It was. Uh, the waiter that you would imagine would be the kind of waiter who has made a great career, lifelong, making good money as a waiter. Someone who truly enjoys it, knows everything about it, knows the, the particulars of how to cultivate a clientele that comes to see you regularly. These are things that you probably don't have in other places, but in New Orleans, that is a culture. And and our waiter was like that. Although I have to say that he was talking about something that he does on the side. And now that there's Dale from the old Tony Angelos, who's doing his late in life thing on the side, I'm wondering how many other waiters have been biding their time and are doing something via Facebook where they are having their own little business and it's great to it's great to hear about that you know so I'd be surprised to uh, hear that except his maybe his is called the underground smokehouse I had a feeling the it had underground something to do with smokehouse barbecue. and it's um and it sounds really interesting, and it's on Facebook, and I have to check it out a little bit better because we were only talking to him briefly while he was busy with many other tables. But that was a that was a unique experience, and I haven't been in a long time, and I will look forward to going again because it absolutely is. Um, it's not it's not the typical grand dame, but it's certainly right up there in terms of age and history for sure. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. We were talking about our lunch today, which spurred the conversation about stuffed crab. And um, let's see, we went to impostados. I didn't finish about impostados. I but before you jump into it, can I give another perspective on that? Yes, on Manali's. Not on Well, I could talk about Manali's too. But uh, impostados, we hadn't been there uh, for a while. And uh, no particular reason, it just, it just didn't fit the schedule. But uh, we were there a couple of days ago, and uh, it was packed to the, to yeah. the heap. And I was uh, noticing, uh, you know, it, they, it took them a while to get that business going. Uh, and now it's very mm-hmm. clear that it has achieved. It is going. It is definitely. It's going, well, yeah. It's staying there, maybe is a more appropriate way of yeah. putting it. But uh, they are doing it. And uh, I didn't want a particularly huge dinner because I'd already had one that day. Started off, well, I'll, I'll get back to that in a second. I uh, had to get things going. Uh, I had a salad, you know, no big deal. And I had a soft-shell crab for the entree. But what I was really interested in is that fettuccine they do there. And they, for most of the time, the, the one in Madisonville, uh, was always, I thought, a little too thick, a little too everything else. But it's the one in Metairie that's just perfection. It's so thin. It's like paper. And then they toss it with the sauce. That's really good, too. And uh, 
it it's it's really a very simple dish uh yet there it is well i had i had a redfish amandine after my shrimp remoulade which they call shrimp capri i think and and it's just all so good it's just it's delicious 2606368 is the number you're listening to wwl 105.3 fm hd2 Obviously, it was, uh, was uh, Bing uh, Crosby, but at the beginning, you heard a different voice, and as a matter of fact, he wrote the song, and he was just sitting over here on this other recorder, and it certainly was that way. No kidding. Here he is uh, right in front of us, Mel Torme. Hmm. Anybody know what Mel Torme's big hit was? No. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> oh, Doug, how could you do that to me? Oh, gosh, don't I, put I it didn't in even, his brain. I didn't even set oh, that up. Oh, my gosh. Two things, <laughs> But it really was Mel Torme. Oh, no. It's like they're ganging up on me, people. Help me. Two, six, zero. What? <laughs> I know. I know. Two, six, zero, six, three, six, eight. I'm not going to say it because if I say it again, then it might stick in Tom's brain and he'll say it again. And people who listen to this show anyway will know that that's what I'm not even saying what it is, but it just pops up like a little bizarre thing that just like, you know, an incoming. <laughs> anyway, um, Okay, that's no, talking about throws me off of my uh, throws me off the game. Um, so we were talking about uh, food. We were talking about all kinds of food, as we always do. We were mostly talking about uh, all of our um, escapades, our eating escapades for the last few days. Which, as I think about it, it's no it's no surprise that I've gained weight this year because my gosh, listen to all of that food weight? that we've done. How much? Just the last couple of days. How much? You know what? I mean, how many? You know, on how many Friday, pounds? On Friday, on Friday, I'm not going to answer your question, Tom, dear. Oh, okay. I'm not going to answer right, your question. Okay. This from a husband who put my weight on my 40th birthday cake. Wasn't that sweet? Anyway, um, so I'm not going to answer that. Uh, but we um, had a lot of eating that we did over the last couple of days, and it's kind of astonishing as I as I tally it all up. On Friday, we had Adam Aquistapace on talking about champagnes and sparkling wines for the holidays, and it was such a wonderful show that I didn't I didn't get to mention something that was. Um, in the almanac that day, and and the almanacs are so messed up that I don't even know 
I'm looking at it right yes, now. Yes, Tom, but we've already done all of the things that's on there, and I don't know why they've gotten so messed up, but oh. we're, we're not going to do this because we've already done those things. But one of the things that was on the list was that um, last – well, actually, now, wait, as he goes all the way to the end, it might be for today. Tom, roll, scroll down some more, because all these things that we talked about on Thursday were actually for today's almanac. So maybe this thing is also on here. No, on Friday uh, was the anniversary uh, from 1928 of Harry Ramsden's Fish and Chips. Now where in the heck was that? It w- it started in <clears throat> it started in Leeds, England. But I discovered it in Brighton, England, and it was right on the coastline, right by the boardwalk, and it was a walk-up fish and chips. And you know, I have my fish and chips obsession, which is that I always get fish and chips wherever I see it. And I always come away with the thought, why do I love fish and chips? And the answer is I really don't like fish and chips, but I, I, I think I, think I do. Even I think in I England. Do. No, but you know what? You know what? It was good for what it was. I mean, it was this big piece of cod that was fried and it was greasy because all fish and chips tend to be greasy. And and the the chips are certainly unique. They're not the kinds of French fries that we have, but they really are, I guess, what you would call chips. But uh, I thought it was I thought it was good for what it was. But I've decided that I I'm not really all that much a a fish and chips fan. Mm-hmm. I just like the idea of it. They did have something that was really interesting there, though. That um, they had a tartar sauce that was labeled Heinz. It was a Heinz tartar sauce. You know these little to-go packets that you get? Mm-hmm. It was a Heinz tartar sauce, but it was so sweet when I opened it up. I'm wondering if if they make a sweeter version of it for England. Is this a, a product called... Um Tartar sauce. No, Heinz it, tartar sauce. Yeah, but there's another one that kind of functions in no, the it, same way. No, it said tartar sauce. It was okay. tartar sauce. It was Heinz. And I opened it up expecting a certain taste, which was more like pickles. You know, they have you mm-hmm. have the, the little tartness of the pickling, but it was really sweet. And I was curious about that. You know how they make different things like a Mexican Coke? Takes tastes different yeah, and, uh, from. Have you heard uh, in this an American South- Coke because it's a different vanilla? This you sounds know. like a, a joke, but it's not. Uh, during the summertime, Coca Cola. I, I I don't have a completely perfect uh, background on this, but apparently it's true. I've heard it from enough places that I think it is. Uh, that they added some cinnamon to Coca-Cola during the holidays. Just for the holidays. Just for the holidays. Have you ever, have you tried it? Because you said you were going to go look look it up. I've been looking for it. Does anybody know where Tom can get that cinnamon Coke? Because he's a cinnamon nut. Cinnamon. cinnamon, And he would love to try that cinnamon Coke. So if you know where Tom can get that, let us know, please. But since you've introduced the idea of of something that comes in a jar or it's a little bit sweeter, listen to this. This is a product. That the moment I saw it, I thought these guys are going to make a fortune on this, and it's going to be very much liked by a lot of people. Get a load of this: Tabasco mayonnaise. 
That's probably been no. around. I just ran into it yesterday, though. I'm sure it's probably it's been around for a while. Pretty new. I. That's the kind of thing that that it's I a great idea. Would, would could be using because it's the way I make little sandwiches at night for instead of doing whole yeah. meals. But they. Yeah. Um, but there they were, and uh, I haven't tried them yet. But I think that's a really great idea. Oh, you'll have to make yourself a sandwich tonight. No, I don't know. I'll be too. Oh, that's right. You'll be uh, going to the party. Fr- yeah. My heart six. will be breaking. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, I'm. I'm, I'm dead serious. My my heart is breaking today. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> Two six zero six three Frosted window panes, candles gleaming inside. We invited the the security guard to call us, and I wrote the number down, and I yeah. really wish that he had called us because oh, well, I wanted him to call and sing with you. I have it. I I have it at home. You have his number. Uh huh. And I'll bring it, and we'll do, let, let me tell you. Wait, you this, have his number? He gave not, you his number? Yes, but it's not in my hand at the moment. It's sitting on my desk <sighs> okay. at home. Okay, okay. So then but go ahead and, the, and find it. Let me give you a, a rendition, a little bit of the kind of music he was doing. I can't match this. It was kind of gospel-y. <clears throat> he had this really, really deep, is that a baritone? Oh, no, it's a basso. Here uh-huh. he, uh, oh, yeah, he was good. He was really and, good. And uh, it sounds, uh, let's see, what what. What goes with that? Gosh, that's a hard one. Um, I don't think you can go there, Tom. I don't think you can no. sing. I don't know. Is that a range where you could oh, yeah, sing? That's where you could sing that kind of voice and then the do range, your yeah. mm-hmm. and then you and then do your little um your falsetto, the the lion sleeps tonight. That would mean that, that yeah, one. Yeah. So if you can do that, you can't do the kind of oh, no. deep stuff that he was doing, can you? Because uh, then no, I'd be really impressed no, with no, your range. No, I, like I, I'm talking I like get, I know what I. I can't get I'm close talking to about. that. <clears throat> okay. Hmm. Well, anyway, if you're doing something really special for Christmas, give us a call. That's two days away. Uh, we are going to be going over to <clears throat> someone's house for it's a family party, and uh, there will be gobs of food there. A lot of which we will have cooked. But certainly not all of it. As long as my sister-in-law brings her green bean casserole, all will be right with the world. She was not at Thanksgiving, and neither was her green bean casserole. And now that she will be at Christmas, I will be very happy about that. Oh, well, it's I'm a glad special you kind out. of green bean casserole. It is not the jerky onion one. If you're doing that, then. Um, then I'm sorry because the one that she does is more of a bread crummy and olive oil, and it's really, really great. I have to say it's really great. Anyway, 2606368 is the number. We are talking about, you know, the usual nothingness. Uh, we have had a lot of meals, so we could go a whole show of just just talking about what we've eaten, which How's has this? been uh, kind of extraordinary. How much tartar is in tartar soups? I mean, tartar. How much tartars and tartar sauce? Probably yeah, tart. a, just a sniff of it because um, that is the, what, byproduct of making wine? Exactly is right. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yes, excellent. And you just need like a little smidge of that. And I don't even know why you would know that, why you would need that. Why do you need that? Why, what is, what? Tartar sauce? I mean, tartar sauce is mayo and pickles. Yeah, well, that's the way we use it, but the ongoing. Uh, artificial, I'm sorry, official flavor in that is what you get when you add a little bit, a very small amount of tartar. Uh, cream of tartar. Cream of tartar, which is like powder. 
Yeah, so and why do you even adds, need that? You don't. It's a joke. Yeah, so what's the point of it? The, it oh, it's a joke. So you don't really put tartar sauce in tart. You don't really no, put tartar in tartar sauce. You'd never see it. <laughs> what do you use cream of tartar for, Tom? Because you can buy it. So what do you use it for? I don't use it at all. I don't like it. Well, no, no, but, but I mean, I'm sure that there are things that you would, that a person, a person would use cream of tartar for, otherwise it would not be for sale on the shelf. Well, it could be. <laughs> my, my thought about that is that there's an acidic, maybe even a citrusy kind of quality to that, because it does come out of wine. It, uh, you, you, well, yeah, but you, I mean, there must be some use for it, or people would well, not buy it, because if people didn't buy it, it wouldn't be for sale. So what is it? I can solve that. Okay. All right. Yeah, uh, go ahead and look it up. We'll take a, a break and we'll be back. Uh, we don't have to go that far. Well, here we is, do actually have to take a break, though. Here is a, a book <laughs> that is full of the reasons. The music says we have to take a break, Tom. Do it when we come oh, back. Two six zero six three six seven. You're listening to WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two. Hey y'all, it's that time in Santa's back. I went to the mall and I sit on Santa's lap and I said, Santa, I want something new for my garage. It's interesting kind of music, isn't it? <laughs> you are listening to the Food Show. I'm Tom Doug, where are you getting this stuff? Of course, Doug digs up everything. Anyway, mm-hmm. all you got to do is say something, and Doug will have it. Um, well, for that, we thank him. I got a text saying the green bean recipe is something that we need to talk about. So, let me direct anyone who is interested in that green bean recipe to Thanksgiving. On nomenu.com because I listed it and gave the recipe straight from my sister-in-law's wonderful recipe card um, and it should be there. And I'm going to look it up myself and I will give it, but let's. Uh, but first I have to let the cat out. Go ahead, Tom. The cat? The cat wants to go out. So. Oh, oh, okay. The cat will now leave the room, please. 2606368. Two six zero sixty three sixty eight. We talk about nothing but food here, uh, but you know it's this time of year when you when you love a lot of things and a lot of people, and uh, I have I hope you are going to have that during the whole holiday re- uh, time. And uh, feel please feel free to give us a call and tell us what's going on with the people you like and uh, what you're giving them, what you're cooking at home. You know, it's a great time of year to do Christmas some serious gifts. I want to hear about Christmas what you gifts. want for Christmas uh-huh. if it's a food gift mm. or an appliance for food or if you're giving someone something. Tom's been wanting an espresso. So two years ago, we got him an espresso. Then he never used it. Then we gave it to someone else. And now he wants it again. <laughs> uh, over on my end of the pile, uh, there was... Uh, uh, today, no, two days ago, I checked into my my uh, my my sock. There's a better name for that. Stocking. Stocking, yeah. 
and you put your kids' uh, little prizes in there every every overnight, and then they wake up and they go, "Wow!" It drives kids nuts. If you're if you have little kids, especially, do that. I my mother did it for me and my sisters, and to this day we we relish all of that. But anyway, on another uh, aspect of that, uh, there, where where was I? I was. I, Fell into the ditch here. Yeah, I can't help you, Tom, because I'm looking up the uh, recipe for the green beans. Oh well, while you while you're doing that, I just it just reminded me what it was. Ah, uh, I two, got it. Two, I've got it. It's huh? <laughs> stocking. Okay, the green bean recipe will be uh-huh. coming. Will be forthcoming. Let's see. Um, now I did the sweet potatoes. Let's. Yep, I'm I'm still looking, folks. Still looking. Anyway, go ahead, Tom. Uh, I just um, I, I well, you we've knocked me off the into the ditch, but uh, <laughs> string bean casserole. Here we go. String bean casserole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you that, are looking for the string bean casserole, I'm going to run through it very quickly. Fresh, fresh beans. Uh, well, you know, you could. You could, but I would steam them first because they should be the. But they're not frozen. They should be the tenderness consistency of the kind you would get out of the can. But I can assure you that these are from the can. So for six, this makes. uh, Well, I say six. (laughs) But the people who love this green bean casserole, this could be for two. Who knows? You know. But for six normal people who are not obsessed waiting all year for the string bean casserole, this would be six. Um, Three-fourths of a cup of olive oil. A medium onion chopped finely. Half a pod of garlic chopped very finely. Two cans of green beans rinsed and drained. Two cans of artichoke hearts chopped well. A cup of Italian breadcrumbs a cup of Parmesan cheese, finely grated, and two tablespoons of melted butter. So essentially, you put all of those things into a saucepan, and you uh, stir them together, and then you put them in a baking dish, and you uh, sprinkle more Parmesan and breadcrumbs on the top, drizzle with the melted butter, And then you bake for 20 minutes at 350. So I would say that you take the olive oil and you saute off the onion, add the garlic later because you don't want to burn it. Then you put the green beans in. And then after you've done all that, you add the breadcrumbs and the Parmesan. Then you put it in the baking dish. Then you add more Parmesan and breadcrumbs. Honestly, just keep ordering putting the breadcrumbs and parmesan because how far wrong can you go and then you drizzle the melted butter on top mm-hmm. you bake it at 350 for 20 minutes let's see it uh, should be greasy and garlicky and parmesan cheesy and bread crummy and delicious sounds uh, good yeah it is i was thinking of i was just looking over the clock i'm gonna call her and tell her now that i'm excited about it she'll have to make a third batch go ahead what we only uh have about 10 minutes left in the program but there was one item that I think uh, some people will be very uh, pleased by if they have the, the uh, patience to do it, and that's to make your own. Uh, uh, sorry, and uh, it's uh, the um, you get the cream cheese. Yeah. And you what you're making there is a 
Hello? Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Ding, cheesecake. Ding, ding, ding. Thank you very much. Uh, I cheesecake. want prizes for my guesses. Go ahead. Well, that that's uh, would make a good prize. We need a. There, there. They take they take a, a pretty good long time to work, but the, it's not a lot of work. And uh, I always make these with some citrus inside of various kinds. Satsuma. I made it with satsuma this year. Anyway, it's a great recipe. It comes from the late uh, chef, uh, Lonnie Nisley. Lonnie Nisley, yeah. And uh, and it's try it sometimes. It's it'll impress the. I daylights. have the recipe right here, Tom. Oh, good. Well, then it's you can... very long though. It's it's really long. It, but it's not as hard have, as it seems. You have to go back to nomenu.com for Thanksgiving. There is a piece called From Our Table to Yours. It is flanked by an adorable, if I do say so myself, uh, hand-painted turkey icon, hand-painted by our grandson. And it's no mistaking that that's what it is. If you click there, all of those recipes are on it, including the orange cheesecake. Mm, Good. And I'm going to take that same orange cheesecake recipe and eliminate the sugar and the fruit and all of the sweetness of it and keep just no 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 doug (laughs) do you like crab meat doug i'm going to take all the sugar out of it and i'm going to insert crab meat and shrimp and vegetables and make it a savory cheesecake you gotta love that well that can be done and it's okay uh, let me interject uh, steven right now okay hello how are you are you there hello i said hello holiday greetings holiday greetings okay uh the other day emerald did a ham and i know somebody called in about a ham and had not cooked one he did orange slices and lemon slices with a cinnamon stick to hold them on the ham. And then Mm -hmm. he put orange juice and lemon juice with brown sugar over it as a glaze. And he cooked Mm -hmm. it for two hours at 350. Mm -hmm. Emerald also made yeast bread that you've been talking about this week. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm going to try. You know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm not even going to do it for th- for Christmas, but I am going to do it very soon. I'm going to make that basic white bread. It's called um, pandemi. Pandemi. That's it. Yeah. And uh, and I will let you know when it when I finish how it comes out. What else you got on your list, Stephen? Okay, stuffed crabs. Maybe why we're not seeing as much of them is people have finally realized how terrible a product it is. And when you or when you bought a seafood platter, the stuffed crab used to be extra. So maybe yes. people aren't buying it as an extra anymore. I don't know. I don't okay. Know. Friday I went out to Langenstein's for uh, Benny Grunch and the Bunch. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. And I looked on their, I don't drink, but I looked, went through their champagne, and they had that $12 champagne, that uh, Conte oh, or whatever Leconte? it was. Yeah. Yeah, you look Conte. Uh-huh. And it yeah. was $9 a bottle. Oh, boy. Not, okay. Not $12 a bottle. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And that Mexican Coke is made with 
cane sugar, not uh, corn syrup. Okay. So, so that's why there's a difference in the taste. I see. Okay. Uh huh. And I haven't hmm. seen the cinnamon. Um, but time well, get out there and find cinnamon it, Stephen. <laughs> this is what we depend on you for. Well, I will. When I go to racetrack tomorrow, I will look to see if they have it. <laughs> All right. Good. What's your mom doing for Christmas? She is in Florida with my brother. Oh, good. Okay. okay. My brother flew up and got her the other day and, and brought her down. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. Which they yeah. normally do. So she'll be there for a week or 10 oh. days or something and then and then go back. Wonderful. All right. So, and my sister flew in from St. Croix to Florida. So, well, why aren't you oh, going to she, Florida? Because uh, I'm here. My niece and nephew, you know, my oh. sister's deceased. So I sort of have oh, taken on the niece and nephew. Okay. So I'm going out and deal with mm. them. Okay. So, all right. Okay. Well, and then we have we the big dinner on, you know, for. 40 to 50 people on Christmas Day. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. And you're bringing, and you are bringing your bread. Yes, bread and a, and a turkey. Okay. And a sweet potato pie. Okay. All right. Well, that okay. sounds like a good plan. All right. Okay. Take care, Stephen. Talk Thanks for calling. Okay. Bye-bye. Two six zero six three six eight. If you have some plans for Christmas that you would like to reveal to us, we'd love to have them. Two six zero six three six eight. We have. Let's see. I'm trying to think of. I, I keep tottering between uh, things that I'm going to bring because I'm the appetizer girl, and I've decided that I'm going to throw everyone a curveball and go get some salmon from Mandeville Seafood, which has fantastic seafood. And then I will put it on the grill and smoke it. And then I will make a smoked salmon dip. But I was thinking that I'm going to make it up by doing cream cheese and lemon juice and maybe some sour cream, but also the purple onions that you see served alongside salmon salmon, and also capers. And uh, and mix those together, and that's my that's going to be my surprise dish. People will be expecting pimento cheese, but I will give them smoked salmon. But you know that's a good dip. Those smoked fish dips are really good. They're hot right now too. Pyre Provisions has a good smoked trout dip. I think you can get them all over the place. I think Brown Butter has another good one. But um, it won't be trout. It'll be salmon. Anyway, um, the green bean casserole that I gave is part of our list of Thanksgiving recipes. And now I have to come up with another whole list of recipes for Christmas. And I am vexed by this. For Christmas? Yeah, I might try that. I might try to resurrect that Gruyere bread pudding. Do you remember my Gruyere bread pudding days? It was essentially a bread pudding yeah. with Gruyere in it oh, and okay. mushrooms, like uh, a mushroom yeah. and Gruyere bread pudding. I, you know what? The more I think about that, the more I might do it. I might, I might bring uh, that. It's a good, that was uh, really good. It yeah. was good. Yeah. Um, and and you're going to do the, the beef, so we would put that in the 
in the. I got to do this tomorrow, so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find that Gruya bread pudding recipe. But we have to. Have to. It's a keep crunching out new things. So I have to think of things that I'm going to do that will be different for Christmas, mm-hmm. other than the ones that I did for Thanksgiving. Well, I think you'll uh, manage to get everybody. And I'll wild have to find enough. out if we even have a show tomorrow. Remember your show that you used to do with uh, the Christmas singing, the caroling? And yeah, we used to do that. Uh, do that every year. And, and the prize every year was I, I had this huge box of cookbooks in yes. here. Yes. And, and <laughs> I would offer them, you know, if you are the winner, you just come on over and you uh, pick out whichever one you like. Uh, but the problem was, it, it was it, we, we were singing all this, and there's a delay in this gizmo here. Mm-hmm. And it uh, makes the whole thing, uh, the, the speech of one person kind of off a little bit from another person. And it, would, it was very irritating. So we stopped doing it. But uh, I keep on doing this poem, which takes me the better part of two days most of the time. But uh, better get started. I better get started is right. So uh, then, you know, that's, that's the whole program. And then, of course, uh, I have to check my stocking to see if there's another little package of... of <laughs> Gosh, I have to to go get you some. I have to get you Christmas gifts. Tom's the only one who cares about Christmas gifts, so I'm gonna have to go do that. Is that true? Yeah. No one else. The only one I know. You're the only one I know cares about Christmas. No, I don't care about Christmas gifts. You don't like? Uh -uh. No. Okay. Well, Uh, that's not true. I give myself trips. (laughs) I give myself things. I never did trust you to give me gifts, Tom. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. We are talking about the usual foolishness, but Christmas, if you would like a very particular food gift from someone, I'd like to know what it is. Or if you are going to give someone a very particular food gift or something food related, like uh, maybe an appliance. You never know. Yeah, like an Instapot. Who's getting an Instapot? Who wants an Instapot for Christmas? I see them all over the place. There was a minor catastrophe uh, in my family about uh, a year ago, and it involved the fact that our microwave oven had died. And uh, I thought that was no big deal, and I let it rot for a long, long time. But then I realized uh, how much I couldn't get by without a microwave oven for certain minor things. I don't cook with it particularly. But uh, then again, uh, someone gave me uh, one for Christmas uh, last year, I think. And I was so pleased by it because it was uh, from out there somewhere, and I hadn't given it a thought. Also, the fact that it only cost $50. Which was just a great investment, I think. So uh, anyway. Well, microwaves have gone down in price a little since. Obviously, but the the first one I bought was seven hundred dollars. Is that right? Really? It was. This. Oh my goodness. Nineteen seventy. Really? Oh my gosh! That just goes to show you. Wow. Well, we have the old microwave, which it turns out is not bad. It was the plug behind it that's bad. So now we have two microwaves. We have. Mm. We have an old one and a new one, a big one and a little one, an expensive one and a cheap one. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's that's good enough. Yes, I'm going to I'm going to make some food gifts this week for people uh, that will be receiving some. Um, I haven't decided exactly what it is, but it Hi. will be. It's a no-brainer. I've got it right here. What's that? Uh, it's. 
it's, it's so funny whenever I see it. It's uh, uh, where where did I do with this? I just had it a second. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The garlic pralines. Oh, I was yeah. I was thinking I was gonna. It's like you're waiting for something with your eyes closed, but then you have a finger open so you can see if you dare to peek. So I dare to peek, Tom. What's it gonna be? Uh, it was. It's going to be garlic pralines. A garlic praline okay. with extra extra garlic. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, I uh, have as we are doing the show. I have the spin dip that I am making for your party tonight um, on, the, uh, on the stove heating, and I almost burned it again. I burned it last night, and I, and I scooped out everything except the burn part, and then I'm warming it now, and I almost burned it again. So you, know, <laughs> you know how you go to a restaurant, it's like <laughs> twice-baked uh, twice baked potato. This will be <laughs> twice burned. Twice burns, spin Here, up. What? Which, which one of these uh, medications do would you like us to give you? Anyway, uh, oh, well, you know what? I would give the I would give the number again for people to call, but they don't have uh -huh. to call because the show is over. I'm not even oh, well. sure if we have a show tomorrow. We're gonna have to check. If we turn up, we turn up, and if yeah. we don't, we won't. Everyone have a wonderful Christmas, and we will be with you again on Thursday. So maybe tomorrow, but definitely Thursday for sure. Thanks a lot. And regardless, I hope everyone has a wonderful Christmas. Thank you, Marianne. Thank, Thank you, Marianne. <laughs> Thank you. Good night, everyone. Have a wonderful evening, a great meal tonight, and a fabulous holiday. WWL 105.3 FM HD2. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.